guys. Welcome back to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories and gaming. Hi guys, so I'm a bit early this week, but that does not mean that I'm not here for you guys. I just got things to do. First thing I want to talk about is the Sony State of Play. I I don't know. Okay, so when the first thing was announced, okay, I was a little bit excited. And then it went into details like, hey, there will not be any hardware announcements. And all that we're going to talk about was just going to be over 20 minutes under, in fact. Um, it's Japan publishers and whatnot. So when we read that, everybody was like really skeptical, like, what the hell are they going to be talking about? I was one of them. Now, I didn't want to throw this state of play under the the, um, the bus, but I figured this way, because, you know, I'm the same way when it comes to Nintendo Directs and whatnot. Like, these, it's like third-party not not your best but the B grade B grade and I'm gonna get this if this this information out of the way so when we do do our big state of play that's when we'll give you all of the hitters so we got to see this um this direct, I mean, not direct, but this state of play. The first thing I'm gonna do is gonna grade it. And I give this a solid D. A solid D. Most of the stuff that, that was shown there is going to other platforms. I didn't know. Hold on, guys. And maybe this must have... See, whatever I think about Final Fantasy and anything in that capacity, I've always considered that that game is going exclusively to PlayStation. I mean, I know it would... I mean, if it's not going to be the first platform it's out on, but, um... Yeah, I've always associated the Final Fantasy franchise with the PlayStation brand. We already knew about this. This is the Ghostwire Tokyo. They had a whole they had a whole showcase about this game alone. But you guys know what that is about. I'm personally not going to pick it up. I'm not going to pick that game up on sale. But I'm 
I'm happy to see that they are actually pushing that game. I, but it's not something that I'm interested in. A new IP was shown. Exo Primal. Um, and this is from Games Right Now. Set in the year 2043, Exo Primal sees agile mech warriors taking on crowds of dinos that pours from a mysterious orb in the sky. What does they deal with a lot of dinos on PlayStation? Um, you'll play as one of the mech fighters, but rather than operating out of a tower, Gundam style, we'll come back to that, uh, machine, you'll be in a small or much smaller suit that's reminiscent of Anthem. That's partly because it focused firmly on multiplayer co-op. You'll take on everything from Raptors to Statutorius and T-Rex alongside up to four companions. Um, it is set to launch in 2023 on PS5 and the PlayStation 4. Um, I'm not interested, but I'm here to let you guys know. I'm, I'm sure most of you saw this. Gundam... Evolution. I've never in my life. Well, I've played something close to a Gundam game. And that game was called Xenoblade Chronicle X. That being said, this Gun this um Gundam Evolution. I'll I might give that a try. In a competitive shooter, this competitive shooter offers three competitive modes, point catcher, domination, and distractions. There's certainly a touch of Overwatch within this hero shooter. Alongside a dash of Halo, well, they are selling this. And it would be interesting to see how you get to utilize different mechs for different jobs. A network test will offer access in the U.S. and Japan in the spring. And you will see a full release on the PS5 and the PS4 later this year. I saw the trailer and I was like, okay, this looks interesting. Forest Spoken was also sold. That is unfortunate that it's it's good it's delayed to the end of this year. But um it gave us some new um gameplay. I'm not gonna say that um whether or not if I think that it's ready or not. I mean clearly I don't work for them. But um yeah it's going to be released um, October the 11th on the PS5 and PC. Now, I will be picking up that game. 
And then here comes this Final Fantasy origin. And this is a Stranger Parasite again. When I first heard this, I've only seen this at um on the PlayStation State of Play or showcases. I don't remember seeing anything like this on the Xbox. But it will be released. Oh my god, that's March 18th. Where have I been? Where have I been? Okay, it officially drops March 18th, but some people who have can get an early access March 15th. And you can also play a demo of this game, which is out now across all platforms which includes PS5, Xbox Series, X, Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Then, another surprise came out of Woodworks. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a Cowabunga collection, which um, has a total of 13 games that was originally released on platforms including the NES, the Super NES, Sega Genesis, The Arcade, and the Game Boy. And it's coming to the PS4 and PS5 in the Springs. I'm sure that's not the only platform this game will be on. Gigabash is a Kiju multiplayer arena brawler pits massive monsters against other in environments that are just begging to be smashed to pieces. This will be released in 2022 on the PS5, in the PS4, and the PC. Another game that completely shocked people is JoJo Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle. Now, I'm getting a little bit of information about this game. The first one, actually, it was a, it was a surprise hit the first time it was out. Um, early fall, it's going to be having 50 fighters. And it will be on the PS5 and the PS4 early fall. Another stylish game um, that gave you the impressions of Ghost of Tsushima. Um, it's called Tech to Yomi. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, it's going to be stylized in black and white. It's a 2D art style, but there's exactly the same focus on patient, precise sword play. And that will be released in the spring for the PS5 and the PS4. Returnal gets another DLC. Um, it's called Returnal Ascension. 
And this will be, uh, the update will be released on the 22nd of March. It's going to offer pretty huge new features to the game. And it's a tower style survivor mode campaign that you can play with your friends. The DL Field Chronicles. Listen, listen. This game, when I saw this is another um, Square Enix game, think Triangle Chronicles. Oh, is that the name of that game? It just came out on the Switch. Okay. That's what this game looks like. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. I am pretty sure. I am pretty sure that this game was supposed to come out on the Nintendo Switch. And Sony bought it. Sony published it. Because this game, when I first saw this trailer, I said, okay, that game was clearly for the Nintendo Switch. But, I bet you know what? I'm glad it is here. Because the PlayStation and as far as the Xbox should be having something like this on each platform. Hopefully people buy this game. I hope so. Valerie Valkyrie Elysium is an action RPG and the latest entry in the Valkyrie profile, which is from Square Enix. This new game offers North mythologies and dynamic combat. I don't think I've ever played any of the Valkyrie series. Yes, yeah, as a matter of fact, I'm sure I haven't. But that being said, it will be released in 2022 on a PS4, PS5, PC. Now, from this state of play, the one thing that I was left with, well, several things I was left with, is that, number one, PlayStation 4 is here to stay. And can you really blame them? Can you really blame them? Um... As I said, it was to me a solid D. It's interesting games. This is a this direct was aimed for the Japan audience because as we all know, Sony and their developers and their games and whatnot are all focused on the, the Western audience. And this state of play was to have, you know, those who are in the Eastern or Asian continents, I'll say, that they are not forgotten. They have not been forgotten. And these games may not do well in the States, but I'm sure that they can possibly do well there because they all, you know, Japan-centric games. And you know they love to support themselves. I mean, support their own. Which is nothing wrong about that. But, yeah. 
Am I worried? No, I will only be worried about Sony when it comes to E3 and what they have to offer if they have anything to offer at all. Hello? Moving on. Coming back and talking about this Elden Ring. First of all, guys, hold on. Elden Ring is a game that is not meant to be paused. It's not. There are pauses in the game. But see, here's the thing. Would you play Elden Ring? And I know I'm going on a couple of weeks about this game. But bear with me, guys. I love it. This game is meant for you to be immersed in. There are no pauses to it. There are moments or places of rest. And those places are called... God, my God, I'm so, um... See, I want to say bonfire, but it's not a bonfire. It's a grace. It's great because they always tell you to touch grace. Um, that's where you go. Number one, if I'm in, will not be playing this game, yeah? I will, if it's in the daytime or, you know, midday, morning, yeah, I find the game to be a little bit more forgiving, the characters, the, um, the monsters and stuff like that. I can, like, you know, I can walk away from my game if I am, like, in a safe area. I don't have that feeling when I know that the game is playing at, you know, at, at dark. I don't. My whole thing is, I need to play. If I know I have things to do, I have to make sure that I plan out how I'm going to play this game. That includes, I got to make sure that I get to a place of grace so that I may be able to pause the game so I can do something. This isn't difficult. People are like hacking the game to try to get a pause. But I was like, you know what, guys? You're making me sick. This game does not need a pause. You need to learn time management. If you know you're going to be doing something, plan around that. Who needs a guy? Oh, what if I need to take a call? Sweetheart, you should be texting anyone and everybody who you know that, hey, I'm playing Elder Ring. Do not bother me for the next hour to the hour and a half. It may be a little bit cruel, but if it's an emergency, die. Just die. Take care of your business. And then come back and go get your, um, go get your, um, your shards of the ring. Just get them and then you, and move on and press on. Oh, you guys are, mm. Now, you guys know that I don't talk about a lot of sports games, but... My, I would say, my 
partner actually bought this game. And what I'm going to do is it comes out this weekend. I have not seen this game. I've seen, like, you know, some previews of the game, yeah. But I've not seen this game in its full glory. So I'm going to give you guys how is it, you know, revealing at the moment. Ooh. Ooh. So, is that a 76? On a Metacritic, but there's only 10 critic reviews. How was that so low? Everyone seems to have liked it. Well, you know what? Here, that's that's what it stands at right now on um on Metacritic. And the reviews are coming out. It's wrestling. I'm sure that the fans are going to enjoy this game. I'll give you my guys. I'll, I'll give you guys my impression when I, I see it in action next week. F Zero will be coming out on. The Nintendo Online, the, the, the 64 version, will be coming out um, next week. Everyone seems to be excited about that. They need to go on and make a new um, F-Zero, period. Have I even played that? I don't think I played that one. I love the first one. I just never really... I think beyond the first game, I never really picked it up. But from what I hear, is that it's a very good storyline to it. No. Um. Advance Wars 1 and 2 reboot camp that has been delayed again. That we don't know when it's gonna come out. I don't know why that it, that that game is having a lot of problems. Um. What is development? My God. Um, and with that, what? Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire is no longer in development for the Switch? Oh my god, how did this even happen? Not that I was, like, you know, totally interested, but I don't like it when, you know, you're... See, here's the thing. Don't be announcing for the Switch, and then you got it for the other platforms, and then you want to just drop the Switch. The Switch right now is where everything is, because I'm going to tell you the truth. How things are going across this country and this world, the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox series is looking very, like, you know... They're not, they're not selling a lot or making a lot of those consoles. So you might want to try to, you know, reevaluate where you want to be putting your money. And I may be speaking a little bit early, but maybe they are developing for Nintendo's brand new system. 
unfortunately after much deliberation deliberation we have decided not to move forward with the pillars of eternity dead fire for the nintendo switch this is um versus evil all right we reached a limit on what we can do with our updates to the game and have exhausted the options left to us from the PC original in regards to the limitation of the hardware we are working with. Girl, y'all are lazy. I've always to me, I knew the Nintendo Switch was a a beast of a system when um when we got the Witcher 3. When we got The Witcher 3, I was like, okay, this is a this is a system that you can play on. Or you can develop for. Oh no. Well guys. Looks like that's all. And those was your top stories in gaming. your top stories in pop culture. Okay. A bit. What's going on? A bit. First of all, I want to have a conversation with Miss Kim Kardashian. Kimberly, bring your stinking booty ass up here now. Now, for this last couple of goddamn months, we have been, you know, Standing up for you against that psychopath that you call a husband or called husband. And now that you are going around here sucking and fucking around fucking Pete Davidson dick, you had the audacity to release this goddamn statement on motherfucking the variety thing. They was doing a spread on her. I have the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. Let me tell you something, bitch. I don't know what world you think you are coming from. And you want to know what? This is going to go into a full-on goddamn rant. Because a lot of things need to be said about this last statement. But it, it's this whole motherfucking shit that's going on in the country right now. So you guys just gotta bear with me for a little bit. I'm gonna get back on that soapbox and I'm gonna go on preaching and stuff like that, but it is what it is. Your statement was very insensitive. When they rich folks, and I literally call somebody who is rich, who has over a hundred K in the bank. To me, that's like, you know, if you have a capital liquid cash, of a hundred thousand dollars in the bank. That means to me you are rich. And that's not, you know, middle class on the the huge scale of things. Yeah, you may be lower middle class 
But let's get this bitch together. You was fortunate enough to be born into a family that was wealthy. That's okay. You reap the benefit of going to very good schools, having good connections, and being around the very people that put you on, so to speak. This goes back to the days of Kim Kardashian. I'm Kim Kardashian. I'm talking about that album. See what I'm talking about? Paris Hilton. We all know that she stole money from um, Brandy and her mother. Why you fucked her brother who vouched for you so they won't get, they say they didn't kick your ass. That bitch stole over a motherfucking goddamn $125,000. Um, but bitch, you was doing interns. We'll give you that. But those was like a couple of weeks interns because you was trying to get on. But you couldn't get on on your own, honey. You couldn't. You are known for fucking Ray J. You put out a whack-ass sex tape. Your mom jumped on the opportunity. And then after that, we found out about you through your show. Which Ryan Seacrest exploited all you hoppers, but to your benefit. Because at the end of those um years... Y'all was making $10 million per season. I heard it was almost a million dollars per episode. Then, all of those times, bitch, you got on because of, um, that, who was that, um, that football player that she was fucking, or you, you went for all goddamn people from the sports. Um, so many I can't even recall, but let me let me try to find these these people. God isn't what Reggie Bush! Reggie Bush! Okay. So and 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 I told y'all this I think a couple of weeks ago. I think that her and Reggie Bush, I think she was in love with him. I truly believe that she was in love with Reggie Bush. Then she went with Chris Humphreys, which Child, look, bitch, did you date, um, Nick Cannon? Let me tell you, hold something. Because it's not about who she's dating, who she dated. You helpers, or you people of power, Y'all get all these interns to do all of y'all jobs. You take some of their ideas and you profit it off of them. You pretty much exploit people who want to be or aspire to be like you. But that's the way business is. Not saying that shit ain't fair. It's not fair. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not fair. I'm not saying that shit is fair. But, um... I said all this to say this. What y'all are literally telling the public is that you want to exploit them again. The best thing that came out of this pandemic 
um, between the ages of 22 to probably like 40. This gave people the opportunity or the break that they so desperately needed to go and discover something that they want to do for themselves. You don't like that. So you big corporations, including people like Kim Kardashian and and the like. See, you like it when people are exploited because they are dependent on you. You like that shit. But when they go and discover something that they love and they have a passion for, they don't work for you. They see you exploiting them and those who who work for you even now. I see clips of what you're doing on your show. I see how your house is looking. Bitch, you are not cleaning that house. You literally have maids and um, people just come in and do shit for you. You are not working hard. You are a product that needs to be maintained. And you pay those people who work for you pennies on the dollar. They do it because they 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 love you. And you exploit that. Don't get on here telling people that they need to, you know, get off of their asses. I know plenty of people. Hello, bitch, I'm one of them. Work my ass off. And I don't I I I know plenty of people, including myself, who work their asses off and still can't come up. Still can't come up. The cheek of you. Bitch, what? What? You didn't even want to do a job at your status for two two days. Hard work? Girl, you don't know it. You get to sit on a board and say, okay, I want to do this, and you guys need to get together and figure it out, and then all I can do is yes and no on whatever it is you bring in front of me. Bitch, do not come for the working class. It's people like y'all in y'all industry that literally exploit the working class. And you have the audacity to, not just you, but all of you motherfuckers, have the audacity to tell us to just get up and work harder. For what? For what? We're working our asses off. Have you taken a gander at how much gas is now? But keep in mind, y'all making record profits, right? Girl, if you don't shut the fuck up. If you don't shut the fuck up. This is why 
one of the things, this is one of the reasons why I do what I do here on this podcast. Because this is something I like and I enjoy doing. Do I have a job, nine to five? Yes, I do. But I do this because I like doing it. I love listening to podcasts. This is something I feel I can do. I don't have no one, you know, I have people who work with me and, and, but I'm not exploiting nobody, honey. No, I'm not exploiting no one. You bitches exploit because you want to reap all the benefits, but you don't want to pay nobody. I know you have plenty, plenty of interns. You do have a core workforce. I am not that naive. But everybody in a mama came after you because what you said was very insensitive. And they should. I'm one of them who's coming to you and saying, bitch, if you don't get your motherfucking hoish ass up out of our face talking all that bullshit. Uh-uh, ma'am. You better go up in there and guggle you better go up in there and um choke on um Pete Davidson's dick in his balls, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Talk about nobody wants to work. Nah, bitch. Everybody is working. What we don't want is we don't want to be exploited. How? And this is just not to Kim Kardashian, because I know you might be thinking like, oh my God. No, this is to anyone who um who has this mentality level. Mentality. Mentality, not level. Oh my God. I've been playing a little bit too many games. But um Yeah, I'm tired of that. People don't want to be exploited working for working paycheck to paycheck. You got people who are literally out here working two jobs. Two jobs. And all the while they live in apartments. Not even a house, but apartments. Let's talk about this Ryan Krugler shit, too. My God. So, Ryan Krugler, Krugler the, the director of um, such movies like Black Panther. He, there's a video of him in the the, um, the bank, Bank of America, that he, you know, he went to the bank. He had submitted his debit card, his ID, he had the PIN number, and he was trying to withdraw a large sum of money. On the slip of how much money he wanted to withdraw, he literally put on there... I want this money. I need to be counted. I want you to be discreet because it's a large amount of money. He probably didn't want people to know what he had in his pockets. Do you know that black bitch turned around and fucking called the cops? And B of A fucking goddamn agreed to the shit? So the video came out. Now, here's the thing. When it was first broke... He talked about it in passing. 
and then the videos and everything came out and people was like first of all if I give you my bank card and I give you my ID and I give you my pin there should be no issue about security get my fucking money count my money and make sure that it's discreet like I put on my slip and let me be on my way that bitch could have got that man murdered before they the, the, there was one officer who said let me talk to you before he said hello the other officer had his gun out they thought this man tried to rob the bank bitch let me tell you something Number one, where you fucked up at and you end up Bank of America, how the fuck am I going to try to rob you and give you my fucking ID? What quick does some shit like that? And then you got people online talking about that's like the beginning of a fucking goddamn um uh, one of these movies and shit like that. I I screamed at the top of my nose. Y'all haven't watched too many motherfucking goddamn movies. Number one, you have never seen a bank robbery where someone literally gives somebody their ID. The whole point of robbing anything is so that you can keep your identity completely obscured. I'm not teaching you guys how to rob a bank. I'm just using their analogy. He gave you his ID. He gave you his card. He turned around and put the PIN number of the card in. And he said that he had a conversation with this young lady. Who she told him, oh no, everything is okay. This bitch runs to the back to the management and then they call the cops. They come to the goddamn uh, branch, handcuffs this young man, and then um, try to arrest the people who was in the car. Waiting for him. Once they realized the fuckery it was, they, you know, he, you know, at first he let it go. It couldn't be me. A bitch like me would have been like, okay. I got a trick for you. Number one, I'm pulling all of my resources as I'm suing you motherfuckers. That bitch that was working who caught in the fucking goddamn recording of her calling the cops came out. Child, that bitch would never work in customer service again. But going back to what I would do. I'm suing you. I'm taking all of my money out of your bank and going somewhere else. There's no reason. Bitch, I almost died. I almost was murdered for taking my, my money out of your... You motherfuckers have gone insane. You motherfuckers are insane. And to that bitch... We know who the fuck you are. Bitch, you will never, ever have a good day 
again. You almost got someone killed for doing what they're supposed to do. Why in the fuck would you think? Uh, he was, you know, he tried to draw twelve thousand, bitch. If he had the money in that account, he had his ID, he had his credentials, he had his pin numbers and whatnot, bitch. If he had all that information, give him his money. Bank of America, if he has the money in his account, give him his money. Don't question what he's going to do with that money. That's his money. Y'all have gone insane. Ryan, take all your money out of that goddamn bank and put it somewhere else. Put it somewhere else. And I mean, don't even use their ads as a fucking goddamn resource. Uh-uh. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. And her reason was that, oh my God, he had a California ID and that one made me worried about him. So are you literally telling us that because he had a California ID that his services doesn't extend to other states? Bitch, what, when, and how, and where? I was so scared for him because I thought it was like, you know, I thought it was just a minor discrepancy or, you know, or like, you know, whatever. And when I saw that video, I was like, bitch, you could have got that man killed for doing the right thing. The shit blew my mind. Thank you. Thank God he's all right. Hopefully, Brittany Garner will be okay. Girl, child, now we getting the story up on her. Girl, Brittany Griner is in motherfucking Russia in jail because they found a vape pen in her, her bag. Talking about this girl can possibly get 10 years. For what? For what? Now, she, she plays over there for an oligarch because, you know, she gets a lot of money for playing across, you know, across the sea. Walk over there. Abroad, is what I like to say. Because these people, when they, they, these um, athletes, the women who, who are... The women athletes who are in the WNBA do not get a lot of money. They just don't. Not even do endorsements, they get a lot of money. So they, you know, they supplement by going abroad to these different countries. And this woman was arrested. And she was sent up. We didn't even know that she was in jail. It kind of leaked. I just hope that woman makes it home. I do. I know that there was some foolishness going on with her ex and her her current wife right now. I don't get into that stuff. But I just hope that, you know, she makes it home. She should be home. And hopefully, you know, 
the government step in and get that um, young lady home. Batman the Batman Chloe Chloe um Zoe Cart Kravitz Zoe Kravitz as the Catwoman first of all she played a phenomenal phenomenal Catwoman I was more interested in her storyline than the Batman. I didn't I I liked the Batman. I thought the Batman was fun. I thought it was very interesting and I enjoyed it a lot. Here's the thing. I didn't think that this Batman as the action one like you know the trilogy before the the Nolan. That trilogy, that's more of an action-y. This one, this one is like the comic book. Cause Batman is a detective. And this one focused a lot on those skills. The Riddler was... Did y'all see Colin Farrell? Bitch, him playing the motherfucking goddamn um, penguin? Wow. Wow. This movie needs to be seen... Three times. There was a there was a, a lot of Easter eggs in this movie. I've seen it twice. And I can't wait for this movie to be released on streaming and on digital. I really can't. This movie I after seeing the trailer the first time I knew I was gonna go see it in theaters. I wanted to see it in the small world. I did not go the big whole shebang. I went and saw it in one of the smaller ones, which is a digital screen. Cause hello, it's a movie theater in the big screen. Same effect. To me, that's just to me. And I've seen an IMAX movie. That's the first time I went to go see it. Um what's that movie called again? Avatar. And um I enjoyed that. Got me a little popcorn and uh, and I did not like the AMC hiking up the prices for this movie. That was some shyster shit. The movie was good. I enjoyed it to the point that I had to see it again. I am looking forward to owning this movie. Out of the the ones I've seen, this is going back to the original Batman with um, Michael Keaton. Um, I always will like Batman Returns will always be my number one movie. My second one is The Dark Knight. This movie, The Batman, is the third uh, the third one for me. And, um, because I like the Nolan trilogy. I like the uh, Dark Knight Rises. That would probably be the fourth one. And the original Batman with Michael Keaton would probably be my fifth one. If you haven't seen it, go try to just, you know, do it. I'm... 
I don't think that they're doing the price the, the the price hikes right now. This is a great time to go do it or try to catch a matinee. And as I said to you guys before, try to do it on a Tuesday. That way you can get you a popcorn because this is a long movie. This is a three-hour movie and it didn't feel that way. It didn't feel like it was three hours. I, I thought it was almost two. It felt like two to me. It was good. Congratulations to Zoe Kravitz playing Catwoman. And come to find out that they thought that she was too urban to play the Catwoman for Batman Rises. And they gave that to um um Anne Hathaway. And I always thought that that, that Catwoman sucked. I've always thought that that Catwoman sucked. She was like the worst part of that whole movie, in my opinion. She just didn't come off like Catwoman. She came off just like a, a cat burglar, but not Catwoman. This and Patterson. He shocked me with how good he played Batman. Robert played a good Everyone brought their A game. Everyone brought their, brought their air game. I just thought that it was the, the atmosphere. It literally, I thought it drew from the comics. And I thought, this is why I liked um, the original one. Who was the one who made that? Um, Burton's. That's why I enjoyed Burton's Batman. I felt that, and when you go into Gotham, Gotham is not like Metropolis. Metropolis, where Superman lives, it's always bright. Yeah, you got some things that's going on. People are like, you know, it's like a busy life. Every time I think of Gotham, I've always imagined it being dark. I've never imagined Gotham in the daytime. I always imagined it being dark. And this movie was always at night. And it captured the essence of Gotham. Gotham is not a good place to live. It's not. It's just, it, 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 it's not. It's like, you are always watching your back, sweetheart. You are always watching. And it's just, the, it's, it's just, it's an atmosphere of nothing but crime and debauchery and it's just, it's a really bad place. And a lot of people like to think that Batman is like one of the heroes. He's not. He's just a vigilante. Batman is just as worse than those those criminals that he claimed that he tried to, um, you know, protect people from. No. No. He's not. He's a billionaire. Billionaires are not good people. He just happened to have the... And not to say that he's not smart. He's intelligent. But... Gotham is a very bad place. And they... And, you know, and captured that... In this movie. And I enjoyed it. I felt on edge at all times. Well... There you guys have it. That was my impression of the Batman... And 
I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you go and see it. And don't those are your top stories in pop culture. Well, guys, it looks like we've come to the end of another great episode here on Cheap Thrills. I've been your host, Etheria, and I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. For all of your Pokemon and Magic the Gathering trading card game and accessories, please visit JD Mint Collectibles for great prices and excellent customer service. Again, that is jdmintcollectibles.com. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheapdwellspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Cheap Thrills Podcast 01.